Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, Commanders fan? Ooh, you know what that? It smells like Victory Tuesday. Yes, indeed. It's a wonderful aroma. Oh, I love it. It's the Believe in Commanders show. I got Brian Murphy over there uh, on the other side of the country, over there in ATL. What's up, Brian? How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. It is, uh, it's raining. It's drizzling. It's a dreary day, but it is a great day to stay inside and victory scroll through all the memes, all of the videos, all the highlights. Cause you're right. It's victory Tuesday and what a huge win. I'm, these are the kind of things that you get excited to hop on here. I couldn't wait to get to talk about it, but what a win last night. Yeah, it was a big one. I'm listening in my ears, jumping around the house doing it. Oh, it was awesome. And then, you know, we missed you last week. Um, but it's good to good to let you know that both me and Cam Rogers held it down. We we chose yeah. Washington uh, to cover. That was his bet of the week. So shout out to Cam for making it over here on the show. But um, he helped us with our picks, and he does have a betting show. His is called Lock It In. Uh, but we have a betting sponsor That's over here right. on the show. I was so glad that Cam could fill in for me because he actually knows what he's talking about with these picks. But if you want to go put in your expertise, head to Bet Online. Remember that basketball season is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends, all you need to make a successful bet. Uh, and as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you put in our code BLEAV. Uh, to receive your rewards and remember, bet online where the game starts. Yes, indeed. Um, I don't, I forgot to play the parlay, but I can tell you that was the most relaxing Sunday that I've had. Um, and and it sounds bad, but it's because it's because Washington wasn't playing. I was able to just enjoy football and not have yeah. to you know try to hone in on one game and, and have that you know ruin the rest of your day. So I don't know how was your Sunday though. Uh, it was good. Uh, I got a new baby boy, so we were we were sitting in the, the hospital on Sunday, waiting to go home. Very exciting. It was nice to watch some football, and like you said, I wasn't too amped up on Sunday because I knew the game wasn't then. So it was great. Uh, little Oliver is here. And, He's one and zero. He's one. He is one and zero. He's one and zero. He he might not be allowed to watch any more games. He might have to go out <laughs> undefeated. So, uh, little, little baby brother boy is here, and uh, so exciting. So that's why I missed last week. But man, what a show to come back to! Yeah, we got to watch some Monday Night Football last night, his first game, and it was uh, quite the exciting one, and one that I'll definitely remember for a long time. And I'm sure this team will remember for a long time because it. Feels like it could be one of those wins that kind of catapults this team to the second half of the season. It just kind of had everything you were looking for. They put together a damn near almost perfect game. I know they had a couple of turnovers, but everything else was pretty crystal clear and smooth, and uh, it was impressive. And I'm, I'm not being a homer there. I think that just I think the entire country saw what an impressive performance that was from the Commanders last night. I think overall you do have to you just have to applaud the entire team. That was a team win from top to bottom. Um, yes, you know a couple of interceptions or just bad decisions, sure. Uh, but 
There were some wonky plays. There were some really, really good decisions by Taylor Heineke. Um, and then we'll talk about his performance. We'll talk about Terry McLaurin a little bit today. Uh, we might get into some freaking Tuesday later. We'll also see maybe kind of how the NFC East is looking because almost right. everybody can be in the playoffs. So it's pretty exciting uh, what's going on there. But that Monday night football game was uh, – it was amazing to see. It was, it, yeah. was, it was one of those games where you like you, – you worry, are they going to show up? Uh, in in the, on the spotlight on the big stage, um, and I think that uh, well, one I think they did. They yeah, showed up and they, they showed did. out. That was a that was a great performance overall, and uh, kudos to that guy to those teams. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get too sappy, but I was just excited to watch uh, you know football games. My son's first football game, getting to quote unquote watch with him as he's sitting there, you know, asleep most of the time. So I really I got to be honest, I was not expecting much yesterday. I, I was I was kind of with you. I was like, just show up, don't get blown out, don't have this be a, a Monday night massacre. Uh, be respectable. And to be honest, to start the game, it didn't look like it was going to be too pretty. You know, they, they had the roughing the punter, got the, another chance, and then they had a quick fumble. All of a sudden, the Eagles are up 7 nothing. But that, that drive to answer to go down and score with Antonio Gibson, Taylor Heineke made the right decisions, got Terry involved early. Uh, there, was, there was a lot. I mean, if you just pick one aspect of the game, there are a lot of positives to take away, and that's what's so fun. And it's nice to see what this team is capable against – the best team that they, they have faced all season long. Yeah. I mean, last undefeated team, arguably the best team in the NFL at yeah. this point. Um, I mean, you talk about getting Terry McLaurin involved early. I mean, that was the most targets he's had all year, 11 targets, uh, nine, uh, eight catches, 128 yards, third hundred yard game this season. And his yeah. second in the last three games. So, I mean, in the last four weeks since green Bay, um, basically since Taylor Heineke has been in, and I, and I feel like you mentioned this, that McLaurin's numbers and targets are going to go up. He had eight, eight, nine, and 11 uh, targets in these last four games. So obviously, uh, whenever uh, four is back there, he, he's looking 17's way. Well, we know that, that the NFL is largely driven. People kind of look at fantasy for stats, right? And that's not always accurate. But we have Terry McLaurin on our, our team. Our team's doing well. We dropped the game this week. No big deal. Still first in the division. Not to brag. But we've got Terry McLaurin, and he was, you know, you look, they show you the, the ranking of the players, right? And so a few weeks ago when Carson Wentz was still the quarterback, and this is no knock on Carson, it is what it is. He was in the low 20s, maybe 30th ranked receiver. I think I looked after yesterday, he's up in the teens. I mean, he is getting more targets. This team is winning. I mean, there's, there, I'm, not a, I'm not a math guy, but that seems to be a pretty strong correlation that you get your best player involved and good things are going to happen. And you see how his impact on the game helps other parts of the team and, you know, just play better. You got to think that if you saw the, the, the plays that they did throw, the interception, Chauncey Garden-Johnson, uh, you got to see he had those two safeties over there, right? That brings that means there's not going to be another defender in the box to stop the run. And it gives you the ability to run the ball and then have success and be confident and run the ball. And then there's also opportunities for other receivers to get open. I mean uh, – Terry McLaurin getting involved early and often is never going to be a bad thing uh, for your football team. And, and it's a recipe for success uh, moving forward to try to get into the playoffs with this, with this squad. Yeah, absolutely. And it shows that you can you can do both because the running game was fantastic. I don't think the average was great. They had a lot of attempts. Some were for a yard, two, three. 
Um, but then you show that you can still get your best receiver involved. It was just like the perfect game plan yesterday. So I, I think a lot of fans and I think we've been critical at times of the coaching staff and there were there were some hiccups and there were some bumps there and there were some odd decisions at times yesterday like there are always going to be. But that is the recipe moving forward. Uh, however, you got to get it done, get the running game established but then hit your best players, hit your playmakers, get Curtis Samuel involved at the right times as well. Uh, feed Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Antonio Gibson is your second best offensive player. Keep feeding that guy. I mean, this was just the the perfect storm for this team. And I know you can't do it week in and week out. You know, things happen, but this should be the blueprint for what they're trying to do. Like Shoot. you said, sneak in. Shoot, they can do it week in and week out. I don't see okay. why you yeah. can't. Tell right. I, the thing is, is, is I feel like a lot of the situations they just were like, do what's the most, mo, mo, what makes the most sense. Third and one, let's do this little power quarterback sneak and go. You know, don't overthink it. You know, sometimes you you think third and one, they try to go empty for some reason. You know, so if the run's gonna work, run the damn ball. Make that your commitment. Yes, the the, the yards per. Her run were, were, weren't that good overall, but it's the fact that you still held the ball for 40 minutes. You're going to win a lot of football games if you're able to do that. Uh, I would love for them to have turned a couple more of those field goals into touchdowns, yeah. and I think you know this game isn't, isn't anywhere near as exciting. So the, the, the ability to have the commitment to the run. A lot of times what happens as a play caller, even as a fan, like you'll see one-yard run or two-yard run, and it's just a cloud of dust, uh, you know, yard to a cloud of dust, you want to see bigger runs happen, but I'm telling you that commitment to the run, just sitting there, it's like Nova Kane. You see, it didn't remember the Titans. Just keep pounding the rock, keep pounding the rock. Eventually, something's going to open up. You're going to get a big play down the line, and that's what happened later on in the game. Yeah, I, I tweeted at one point in the game that you know it was frustrating. It was the um, delay of game on fourth and one when it looked like Curtis Team was going to take the direct snap. And we've seen this team; the little things have kind of killed them. It's a bad timeout. It's a bad penalty. And they really limited that. You know, that was really one of the few times that they were in a negative situation or a negative outcome came. There was a, um, I think there was maybe a false start uh, kind of late in the second half. And that it was one of the few times that they got into a long situation. And you're you're right. They stayed with the run. I think they, they, they even ran it on first and 15 or maybe it was second and 11, something like that. But I, I'm with you. You can't abandon uh, what you're trying to do and what you've done well. And we've seen this team last year with Taylor Heineke and the upset win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was similar to this. They just ran the heck out of the football um, drives that that went uh, double digit plays, 13, 14 plays. This was the exact same thing. And, um, you know, they need to keep it up and, and take take what's there. I think that was really smart of Taylor Heineke to take what was there at times. I know he forced the, the bad interception. Uh, but for the most part, you know, he was taking what was there, what was underneath, and letting his guys go make plays. And for the most part, they did last night. Um, they definitely uh, we, we did. Gush. I mean, and you got to get, you know, we're gushing all over, you know, the offense. But how about those fat guys up front, the offensive line, just clearing out uh, lanes for these running backs? We know that they've struggled. We know that they struggled in the first matchup against Philly, giving up nine sacks. Um, they were they were really solid yesterday, so just solid all around, and we haven't even started talking about the defense. You really haven't. I thought you were going to the defensive side. Let's flip um, over there now. But, those, those yeah, guys we'll get there, but yeah, shout out to the O-line. The entire offense, it was a great, great performance overall. That's This is the identity. This is what the team was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. This is what this team was supposed to look like, in my eyes. It just happened to be that it had to take a quarterback switch uh, for it to happen. 
The yeah. defense. Defense. You know, I got to give a hat tip. I'm going to give a hat tip to them, the two young fellas over there on the defensive side of the ball, Benjamin St. Juice mm-hmm. and Defoe, Derek Ford. Right. Those two fellas, man, they – I had a feeling, and I, I said it on, on the other shows, a couple other Philly shows, I said, Benjamin St. Juice is going to match up well against A.J. Brown. Just physically, size-wise, he's going to match up well against those guys. And he got his hands on the balls. He ended up knocking the ball out. on a, uh, It was a big play, but he came back and had a fumble, uh, forced a fumble. Mm-hmm. Those are some players, man. Those are the type of guys that help you get over the hump. And whatever's happened with this team over the past four weeks is special. Uh, and they showed up on Monday night. Look, not to not to single out a guy, not to beat a dead horse because he's moved on. But the 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 change with William Jackson, whatever it was, whether it was a mindset, whether it was just a guy that wasn't pulling in the right direction, whether he was out of position, whatever it was. Whenever they they kind of benched him, kind of moved on from him, whenever he was injured, whatever you want to call it, this team has flipped the switch. Uh, so the secondary has flipped the switch, and they have come yeah. hungry, and they look like a totally different unit. I mean, you're right with St. Juice. He single-handedly won you the, the Bears game. He's going to be grabby, and I think a couple of those were iffy for the second straight yeah. game. He got an iffy call, but I love that he's playing physical. I'd rather have that than a guy that's you know three, four yards behind the play every time. Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, to use his hands. Absolutely, and you can see how how some of some of the some of the receivers really aren't expecting it that much. You know, that much physicality. You know, there, I've seen so many plays where players were uh, the ball gets knocked out of their hands on the on catch on the on impact, and you know, the, a lot of times you would see most guys make those plays, uh, but not so much right here. But those those two guys showed up. Jamin Davis mm-hmm. showed up. Once again, he's continuing to uh, improve and just show show that he's going to be a hell of a player. And then you got Casey Tuhill out there doing the gritty. I love um, it. That that one was definitely uh, higher than Mike Jacecki. So that's right. That's right. I mean, Mike Jacecki <laughs> set the bar pretty low, but Tuhill did pretty good, man. Uh, he, he did a pretty good gritty. It could have been the ugliest thing ever, but a walk off gritty, you can't beat it. I mean, the, that's the last, the lasting image from that game was was that play. But yeah, the defense was all over the place. Uh, they just didn't allow the Eagles to get comfortable. The Eagles, I think, are I don't have the average in front of me, but I know that they're used to rushing the ball for well over a hundred yards. And yeah, they held them to ninety four. Yep, ninety four. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, I think, ran the ball maybe a couple of times, six times for 28 yards. He had the one-yard plunge. And, um, you know, they just kind of took the the Eagles offense totally out of um, what they wanted to do, and it was impressive. It was, it was one of the few times this season and over the last few seasons, probably since Ron has been here, that his team has punched first. You know what I mean? Typically, yeah. they, they take a punch and they react. This was one of the few times that they went out there. The offensive line hit the Eagles in the mouth. The defensive line was not allowing big plays to happen. And uh, it was impressive to see. Um, I was a little bit critical, and I've kind of been critical of Montez Sweat. Uh, and he even showed up. He had a huge sack there at the end. Um, yeah. the, the two boys on the inside who haven't even said their names, Deron Payne and John Allen, just kind of you don't say their names because they're nobody runs at them anymore. They know better than that. And those guys, when they do get the chance to hit somebody, they make them feel it. And so, uh, man, it, it was an, it was really fun to watch that defense. And I think I think that's the defense that we were hoping for after that 2020 year to to build off of. 
and now we're kind of seeing it. And oh yeah, by the way, Adam Schefter saying Chase Young might be playing in Houston, so they're getting reinforcements, and uh, yeah. the sky is the limit for the, for this unit. It's like the predator is in the mist. You see, like what is what is that in that the bushes? That sound? Yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, that's the predator. He's he's coming back. That's right. But I, I'm totally with you. You mentioned Jamin Davis. It's like he shows up at like he's showing up at the perfect times where it, it you know early on in his I don't know, he's still early on in his career, but you know in his first few games, even the first few games of this season he was showing up at the worst times like you know it was him they were picking on now he's the guy that's picking up the fumble now he's the guy that's making a, a big stop to force the third down man it's 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 hard not to get excited I mean it's a big win but it's hard not to get excited for the future with with like you said these young guys that they have in the mix and who are making big plays it's not that they're kind of being thrown in there they're role players these guys are making big plays for this defense We lost Anthony for a second. I think his his mic. So we'll be right back. Now here. There we go. Okay. I'm back, baby. The predator got me. Yeah, you got so excited. I think you ripped the cords out. I get it. I'm pumped I, too. Yeah, yeah my bad, y'all. My bad. <laughs> I, I lost my. I know what I was gonna say. I was gonna ask you this. I saw the post that on on the flight back. You know, the thing now is to ice up your quarterback. With yeah. Everybody. James. They iced up old Taylor Heineke, threw him some, uh, threw him some glasses on. He, he looked like he, he could play some spades. Yeah, he looked like he had a little, 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 little domino game or something on him. Um, so I want to ask you this: mm -hmm. At this point, you have to make a decision. Yeah, do you go back to Carson Wentz or do you continue to let Taylor Heineke roll? I'll let you go first. I um. We've had Taylor on the show. I, I've kind of established that, you know, I've I've followed his game since high school here in Atlanta, went to the same high school, all that. And I'm, I'm trying not to be a homer with this, but I don't see how you can flip the switch right now. You're, you're, you're rolling. You have the momentum. You really should be 4-0 in, in the games that he started. He, he, I mean, he threw a bad pick against Minnesota. He's thrown a couple of bad picks, but usually he bounces back. I mean, we could be talking about a quarterback who's 4-0, thrown in in the middle of the season i don't know how you can switch from this guy and and to to kind of go with a gambling theme from our, our buddies at bet online you're playing with house money right now i mean you didn't expect taylor heineke to be doing this you knew you knew what he was capable of you know his limitations you know he's great in a pinch which he's done here now for a month roll with it until there, he gives you a reason not to because three and one's pretty good beating the last undefeated team's really really good Getting you in the playoff hunt is really, really, really good. So you got to roll with it. You got to stay with the hot hand. That's that's my. Those are my two cents on it. Those are your two cents. I don't know if anybody heard Terry McLaurin talking to Scott Van Pelt after the game, and he asked him about you know making a switch. And Terry, he's so professional, right? But I tell you, I swear he went on for about forty-five to sixty seconds on a monologue about what Taylor Heineke means to this team. And I think that if you look at the past four weeks, and this is not a knock on Carson Wentz. Right. If you look at how the, this team has performed over the past four weeks, offensively, defensively, this team performs different. They look different. They are different when Taylor Heineke is at quarterback. doesn't mean that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback, but whenever you're trying to build a team, whenever you're really trying to build a team, you can see when you need to leave certain person in. 
If they, if they make the switch, I pro there's going to be a it's, it's going to deflate. People's energy is going to be down. Yes, they're going to go out there and compete. But Taylor Heineke is the guy to let you continue, you know, continue this role, continue this streak. And let's see what happens with it. I mean, I, yeah, I went way back into the spring. Yeah, I was like, no, you don't need to even worry about making the switch. And everybody was trying to yell at me. Anthony, we got to get a quarterback. And I says, I think you need to have a competition. Mm -hmm. And they were like, nope, we need to just give it right to him. I said, hey, I we'll see. And this is not a knock on the guy. Right. But you can just tell the difference between the way that the team plays when four is out there versus whenever they were playing with Carson. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I mean, we've said it's it's like it's it's the same thing with William Jackson. It's no no personal knock on the guy, but the results are the results. I mean, we can watch literally watch the difference between uh, the, these teams and and some of the changes that they've made. And it honestly got me thinking. I mean, I feel like right now Taylor Heineke's has a better chance to be on this roster next year than than Carson Wentz. I I think that he uh, you ride with this guy for the rest of this season. Knowing that you know he might not ever be, he might not. He's probably not ever going to be Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you know nobody is. But you can go get a young guy. You can roll with Taylor Heineke next year. See what Sam Howell is. Whatever it is. But it's nice having this this gun in your in your pocket. This little this this you know trump card in your pocket that 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 you can play when you need it and when you need yeah. it in a pinch. And you don't want to play it every yeah. time. You don't want to yeah. play it every time. But if you need to. I don't know. It just got me thinking that Carson Wentz might be a six and done, you know, what, however many games he played. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something sure. to consider for sure. Now, I mean, the thing, if I'm looking at just the way that Taylor's played over these past four games and then kind of compared to what you would think in the past, you know, everybody, we always say, yeah, he is what he is. He's going to, he's going to make some mistakes here and there. But when I look at it, like last night, those were more like throws where he, 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 he felt uh, confident enough to make some of those throws. You know, yeah. were there better throws out there? Yes. But you see that Kirk Cousins just threw the ball up to Justin Jefferson in front right. of 25 Bills players. He made an amazing catch. Right. Stuff happens. Like, you you, you got to trust your guys to make a play. Mm -hmm. And when I look at it, and, and, and Terry said it in, the, in after the game, he says, Taylor Heineke gives me a chance on 50-50 balls. Right. And a lot of times that's all you want. And I, and I felt that because I thought about Rex Grossman, a guy that people say, oh, he's a gunslinger and he just throws the ball up. And I I've told the story many times where in the huddle where Rex will look at you, he'll say da -da -da, double go and he'll look at you. And then you're like, oh, bad. Yeah. This is my, he's coming my, to me. Yeah, and I'm it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get a chance. So that that type of confidence, because now Terry wants to make those plays for Taylor. You right. know what I mean, it's not. It, it, if you know, you know. Right. Yeah, I'm. You know I'm you with know. you. I'm with you. And and I love the chance. I love that he's giving his guy a chance because we've seen it more often than not. Honestly, I saw I saw that ball heading for uh, who was it? Chauncey Gardner, who just keeps picking passes off for the Eagles. I saw it heading to him, but I I know that 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 Terry's gonna fight for that ball, and you know that you know maybe 35% of the time he's going to come down with it, even contested. So yeah. it keeps the defense honest, if nothing else. You can show something deep, hit a Curtis Samuel underneath, and, and get some yards after the catch. I mean, it's going to keep the defense honest. And yeah. it's like we've been saying that there are weapons on this team. You just got to give them a chance and and it kind of to wrap it all up. I think, I think I'm with you. I think four 
gives these playmakers the best chance and you can tell that they want to fight for this guy when a guy who's barely they say he's six one i i want to i i think he's maybe six foot but when they see that guy you know running and diving and um you know making a hustle play on the snap over his head you kind of that's contagious and you want you want to play for that guy genius play i'm sitting there and i'm like he's chasing this thing and i can tell you guys the the normal thing that you teach the guy a quarterback when the ball goes over their head just get out on it just get Mm -hmm. on the ball and and we'll just save you know live to save another down and it ended up in second in like 35 or something ridiculous the guy gets up gets out of the pocket and then throws it back to the line of scrimmage that was a genius play genius play the, the 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 third down, yes, he probably could have hit Antonio Gibson. It was like a third down where he took a sack in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Honestly, genius play. The second best thing to do is to throw it away. And I'm not mad. As long as you got the ball and you get to put points up, genius play. Capped off like a 15-play drive. His his decision-making has improved. Yep. He's more responsible with the ball. And, he, and you got to take a risk. I got Terry McCorn outside. Hell, yeah, I'm going to throw the ball up to him. It's it's funny going back to Terry McLaurin and giving him a chance. There was talk at the beginning of the season, right before the season. You know, he was not in the NFL 100, which is crazy. I don't know if that you can take that list with any grain of salt or whatever. But there was talk amongst his peers and among you know Madden rating, he was considered a top ten, if not a top ten, a top fifteen wide receiver. It's like everybody but Washington was thinking that, and it seems like Taylor Heineke was like. I got this stud out there. I don't care that he was a third-round special teams guy from Ohio State. I know what I've got out there. I'm going to give him a chance, and that's more fun than anything I've seen. I'd rather him throw three picks but Terry McLaurin have 128 yards. You know what I mean? Like, There's some excitement to that and something that we haven't seen. And I'm with you. That that interview with Scott Van Pelt after, after the game, I, I, I tweeted about it. Let's get the commander some more wins so we can keep putting Terry McLaurin on TV because he's everything you want. He's a playmaker. He's a good dude, and he just gets the job done. And um, you know, I, I we could talk about this game for another hour because what a game! But you know, we saw Ron Rivera was emotional after the game. I don't know if you saw the the post game huddle in the locker room. Couldn't even finish his thoughts. Who does the team look to who just ran in from that national interview, who just ran in, wasn't even there from the beginning of it? They looked at 17, and he jumps in there, and he gives a heck of a speech. I mean, I was fired up. I was sitting on my couch, yeah. delirious from a newborn, but I, I was pumped up. I was ready to go. I mean, I, that was better than any coffee I had. I mean, yeah. I love it. If, if that if if 17 getting the notoriety he needs and the stats he needs, it, it means Taylor Heineke's my quarterback, I'll roll with the deficiencies. Hey, man, look, I ain't worried about deficiencies because all those those guys lift each other up. They bring yeah. everybody up. You know what I mean? Scrappy receiver who's going to fight for every ball. A quarterback who's going to literally fight for every inch and try to get the first down. I mean, come on. What more can you, what more can you ask for? This team is in a good position. I do want to ask you this question, though. Uh, we talked about a second ago, Justin Jefferson, his catch. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Did you I see did. that catch? That was uh, that was one of the few times it got loud in the hospital room. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I couldn't believe that he came down. <laughs> that was an absolutely, absolutely ridiculous catch. Justin Jefferson goes up there one-handed with a little Odell Beckham reaching back and then snatches the ball. And then I had to see the replay like three times. He took it from a defender. Right. 
he took it from a defender. Now, I mean, you know, you start looking at the physics. I'm sure Bill Nye could could tell you how leverage works. But still, this dude reaches back and then yanks the ball out. Oh my gosh, that was a hell of a catch. The situation makes it even better. Yep. Right. Fourth and 18. You're still trying to find a way uh, to, to extend this game and tell you, Minnesota has a way uh, for having some pretty big catches happen at the end of end of games there. So Stefan Diggs on the opposite sideline had to watch yet another uh, amazing catch happen. Uh, but this time he wasn't doing it. Yeah. Stefan Diggs had one like five minutes earlier and it was like, oh, catch of the year. Easy. And then, yeah. I mean, I, it might not have even been five real minutes, but maybe five yeah. minutes of game time, Justin Jefferson makes that play. It was unreal. Yeah. The, biggest, the, the easiest way to know when you've seen a, um, an all-time play is when you, when you see and hear peers reacting like that. Like guys that like – I mean, everybody in the NFL is just a freak of nature. I mean, that's what it takes. You're a freak of nature to make it to the NFL. Like it takes a certain type of guy, athleticism, the mind, the body, all that. But when you see a, a, a defensive lineman on the sideline jumping around like he's a, he's a backup freshman on the high school team getting hyped for, you know, on Friday nights, go back and look at that right after he makes the play. There's a, there's a defensive lineman on the Vikings that jumps around. He like, he like can't believe what he just saw. And that's when you know that you've seen an all-timer. And I saw today that I think Adam Thielen or maybe both of them were mic'd up. And Adam Thielen, who's made his share of huge plays, went over to him and was like, what? What did you just – <laughs> I mean, that's when you know you've seen an all-timer. And, man, that was an unbelievable catch, an unbelievable game. I mean, I've never seen something like that. What a, what a weekend for football, not just in D.C., but across the league. Yes, indeed. You couldn't have bet that those games would have turned out like that. This has been oh. an exciting year for sure. So, I mean, definitely, you know, big shout-out to our folks over at Bet Online. Check out our code – B-L-E-A-V, believe. That's going to get you a 50% welcome bonus. Um, and if you're listening on TuneIn, shout out to you over there. And if you're not listening on TuneIn Radio, you know that you can. Sirius XM, we got all those things going on out there. And I, we've been talking about a lot of receivers. This is impromptu. This is not scripted. Oh, man. And this is not, it's not hard. Not no, no, nothing too difficult. Not okay. on the teleprompter. So, okay. So, this is straight from the gut. The receiver position in the NFL is in good hands. Yes. It's in good hands. And now I feel like, you know, the number one receiver, you know, in people's minds and hearts has changed. seems like almost weekly. So if you had to give me a top three. Top three. Top three receiver. And then there's nothing. You don't have to say Terry McLaurin. We don't have to say Terry McLaurin. We can, but we don't have to. Top three receivers. Let's do it. Let's do it this way. Okay. I'm going to switch it up. Top three receivers you would start your team with right now. Oh, shoot. Um. Oh, that's easy for me. Oh, is it easy? Now I'm getting. Mm, it's a lot of heat out there. Uh, okay, I got to go with Justin Jefferson. I just think even two, three years into his career, and it's not just that catch, but he, I mean, he gets 100. He's, he's, you can almost bet on bet online that he's going to get 100 yards every game. He's just a monster. Yeah. I'm, and then I'm going to throw in the guy that he replaced in Minnesota and who he played against on Sunday, Stephon Diggs. He just runs routes perfectly. He's always yeah. open. Uh, it might, it's probably part of it is Josh Allen too, but Stefan Diggs is just a complete receiver. And then third, if I'm starting a team, I'm going with uh, Cooper cup. I, I know that he's mm -hmm. banged up, but I think that he does everything right. And he would be perfect for 
an ideal young quarterback that you're bringing in. I'm assuming you're starting a team with a young quarterback as well. So I would love to have Cooper Cup. I think those are just three guys that do everything right and can do a little bit of everything. Just missing out is uh, Devontae Adams for me. So uh, three and an honorable mention. Okay, I like it. I like it. That, that that's a some schlub's opinion. Now let's go to the former NFL wide receiver. <laughs> I want to hear your opinion. Man, this is so say hey, I'm gonna tell you, this is a new question to you. It's a new question to me. Uh, and I and I tweaked it because I did I wanted to put Terry McLaurin in that list of my okay. three people, of my three receivers that I would definitely want to start a team with. Because I think that he is uh, probably just the epitome of what you want a pro to be. I'm right. I, I feel like you could bring in any type of rookie, and and they know that they can learn from Terry McLaurin. He's going to be consistent. I don't think that he's ever going to have, you know, just one of those just drop off like out of the blue. You know, he's not going to be up and down. He's a very consistent guy. Uh, so Terry McLaurin would definitely be one of my guys. Um, number two, and I'm just looking at a list of all these receivers, and this you could almost pick anybody's name. Number two, I'm going to put some heat out there. I want Tyreek Hill uh, okay. because he's he's had success with. Uh, a quarterback with the the biggest arm in the league, and, and Patrick Mahomes, arguably the biggest arm in the league. Uh, I think Josh Allen might can throw it across Wyoming. Um, and then he's going down to South Beach with Tua, where people were like, oh, he can't even throw the ball 50 yards. The guy leads the league in receiving. He got almost 1,148 yards receiving. So give me Tyreek Hill. Give me Terry McLaurin. And then another guy that I would take over there, we'll, we'll stay in that top route. Give, give me Stephon Diggs. Mm. You mentioned those routes, and and I, I would just love to see those guys all just have a mastermind. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Terry ain't going to say much, but he's going to be soaking in everything that they say. Um, and that right there I feel like would be a dangerous uh, top three receiving core. I love that, and I'm with you with Terry there. He, he is a, an absolute pro. The one thing on Tyreek Hill, even before Patrick Mahomes, he had a year with Alex Smith, so he's done it with a bunch of different quarterbacks, the more you think. Or not a bunch, you know what I mean, but yeah. you know, different styles of quarterbacks. And you know Alex Smith don't throw it further than 15 right, that, that's what I That's what I mean. So it wasn't always the deep ball from Patrick Mahomes. He kind of cut his teeth, you know, Alex Smith underneath yeah. kind of taking what is there for him. So yeah. yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, good call there. Yeah. And I, got, and I have to say, I, before, you know, with Tyreek Hill, I was like, well, he's just, he's just like really fast. Um, and this is from a fast guy talking, but, right. but like re- literally seeing like, just, it's just more of a, just get him the ball and then he'll do the rest. Um, that's what makes him super special. I mean, yeah, he can run by, run by you. He can run behind and pass everybody. But then he'll also take the five yard slant and then skid out the back, go out the back door and score two. So Tyreek Hill is just a dangerous, dangerous player. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, good conversation, man. It, it's fun to talk about the commanders when they win because then it leads to fun conversations across the league. We can, we can laugh about what, what's going on. So let's stack some more wins together. We, we had talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago, or it feels like a couple of weeks ago. It might have been yesterday with how tired I am. But we had talked about kind of the, the upcoming slate of games. We'll, we'll break down the Texans coming up, but you said we could, they could possibly steal the Vikings game. They almost did. They end up stealing the Eagles game. We both said that the Texans and the, the Falcons are very winnable games. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go ride the rest of this momentum. Go take those two games from some weaker teams and, and really start to, to show, show off a little bit at seven and five. So that's, that's, that's some exciting stuff to think about when you're at five and five, when you have a big upset, you can start to think about it. You can start to dream a little bit about where this could go. And man, I, I, I like their chances. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good thing. Good finish of the year, y'all. Hey, look, be safe next week. Thanksgiving's coming up, right? right? So be safe. Enjoy the time with your family. Uh, but we will be tuning in. Matter of fact, at your Thanksgiving dinner, do me a favor. Go ahead and open your favorite streaming app and then just play them the most recent episode of Believe yep. in Commanders. All right, just do that for me. If you take a picture and send it over, I'll, I'll send you something nice in the mail. Ooh, okay. Right? Send you something nice. All right? There we go. So, so hopefully, don't too many people do it. No, I'm playing. Yeah. Make sure I need to, I have to go get some extra things to send. We'll make that happen. Love it. Yeah. So check us out. It's scrolling about across the bottom there. Tune in, Sirius XM Stadium, all of that. Apple, Google, all that. You can hear us everywhere. So good to be back. Oliver Murphy is one and oh. Let's make it two and oh later on this week. But uh bask in this victory. It's a 24 hour rule. Victory Tuesday, celebrate Victory Tuesday, and let's move on and take down the Texans. But it's fun to talk to you, Anthony, after it's always fun to talk to you, but it's especially fun to talk to you after a win. So let's do more of these the rest of the year. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, and we'll see you guys next week. Later on in the week, breaking down the Houston Texans game. All right, y'all be good. See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.